0: Hello and welcome back to Walking in Victory. I'm your host, Sean Moreno. Here I discuss what it means to walk in victory despite our circumstances and how to find peace in a world full of chaos. Today I want to talk about beliefs, the self-limiting kind, and what we can do to combat doubt and have confidence even when things aren't going the way that we planned. So if you're like me, it's an everyday battle to fight off self-limiting beliefs. There's always that temptation to doubt and to believe the lies of the enemy. Self-limiting beliefs can be ingrained into our minds and keep us stagnant in life. They usually develop in early childhood after a result of disappointment or trauma. The problem when we go through something extremely disappointing or traumatic when we're young is that we're not even developed yet. When we go through that experience, it's almost like sustaining an injury when playing a sport. Our body goes through physical trauma and now we're limited in how we can move. It takes months of recovery and when we are finally healed and back out into the field. We have to face the fear of getting hurt again. Now we can play guarded and, and subconsciously protect our injury as we play. Or we can compensate by favoring a stronger body part and end up getting hurt again. It's similar to going through emotional or mental trauma. When we go through something difficult, we tend to isolate in order to let our minds get away from pain. The next time a similar situation comes up, we find a way out or maybe we act out to protect ourselves. And we end up building emotional walls and beliefs in our minds to keep us safe and to protect us. We may say things to ourselves like, I'm not good enough, or I don't know how to talk to people, or I just flat out don't have what it takes. So as we grow older, we hold on to these beliefs, and if we don't address them, they become subconscious. And we end up repeating the same mistake over and over again, which only reinforces the issue. It becomes a self-fulfilled and reinforced self-limiting belief, which leads to poor self-esteem and a lack of confidence. The cycle kind of goes like this. Repeat the self-limiting belief in our mind. The situation comes up in our life to challenge that self-limiting belief. The situation plays out how we thought. And finally, we reinforce that thought, and now it's amplified. Does this sound familiar? Is this relatable? Do you ever find yourself doubting your potential or have a hard time getting over an experience? And if so, are you ready to find freedom from doubt? To find freedom from living in a cycle? If so, this episode is for you. I think that this topic of self-limiting beliefs interests me because I've had many of my own. There are still some of those doubts I have about myself that I have to reject and continuously renew my mind for. I want to talk about some of my experiences with this with the hope that it would give you hope to also know that you aren't alone and to doubt and to fall short is to be human. So, The first thing I wanted to talk about is singleness and self-limiting beliefs of not being capable of being in a relationship. So for me, I've been single for most of my life. I think back to middle school when I would date a girl in my class for a few weeks and eventually get dumped and heartbroken. It's funny to think about now because I had no idea what love and sacrifice was. I was just caught up in my emotions. But at the same time, I was obsessed over the opposite sex. I truly believe a big part of this was honestly my exposure to pornography at a young age. Because it shaped the way I looked at the opposite sex in a distorted way at a young age. All I knew about women was that they provided a rush of pleasure and that it was like a drug. I wanted to experience that for myself and I believe that I developed an unhealthy need to be with somebody. So when I experienced real life sexual encounters, I would ex- obsess over having more. And as I got older, I didn't even have a desire to be in a relationship because I was just so focused on that rush that it blinded me to the hard aspects of a relationship like commitment, sacrifice, loyalty, and trust. It wasn't until I encountered Jesus that I realized I was wrong in the way I was going about relationships. So what I did was a complete 180, except it was an overcorrection. I was now afraid to even be attracted to a woman. I was afraid that if I ever went out on a date with a girl, that I would do something that I knew God didn't want me to do So I isolated myself and I tried to keep myself away from girls. I equated sex as bad and lost all my confidence that I once had. It really shook my identity because of my lifestyle, the way I talked and the way I would plan weekends and even the people I hung out with were all now in question. I know it sounds a little extreme and honestly because it kind of was, Uh, I've been a Christian for three years now, and trying to relearn dating and go about it the right way has been difficult. As I've tried to become more vulnerable and put myself out there, I've learned that I've had a hard time expressing myself. I've come off as awkward or have forced things to happen. It's caused me to have this self-limiting belief of I'm not desirable. You can call the past few years, a pain period in this aspect of my life because I've had to learn how to get past this doubt and had to learn how to deal with rejection and challenge the way I looked at relationship. And even though it's been hard to get past this doubt, I've seen God do amazing things through my failures. In the midst of rejection, I've learned that Jesus never rejects me. In the midst of trying to find love, I've learned that Jesus loved me so much that he was willing to die for me. In the midst of looking for a girl to satisfy my heart, I have learned that Jesus truly satisfies my soul. I know now that my identity doesn't change whether I'm single, dating, engaged, or married. My identity lies solely in Christ, my Redeemer. I know that I am a child of God and that I am loved, chosen, accepted. Pure, adopted, and forgiven. That my body is a temple for the Holy Spirit and a dwelling place for God. Even in all the mistakes that I've made in the past and all the other people that I've hurt, I have forgiveness because I trust in the righteousness that only Christ provides. And yes, I'm single, and yes, I have to fight the temptation to believe that I don't have what it takes, but I'm joyful knowing that. The only thing that truly matters in the end is my relationship to Jesus. Through Jesus, conversations with trusted friends, family, and counseling, I found healing and redemption in the way I handle relationships. And that healing is possible for you as well. What I've learned is that following Jesus when you first commit to him is very difficult. And there's a lot of pruning that has to be done. According to the dictionary, pruning is cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. And though it may be painful, it is the only way to increase fruitfulness. You know, to even start this podcast, I had to fight many self-limiting beliefs. Beliefs like, I'm inexperienced, or I'm not qualified, or Just fear of having people listening to me and judging me. Maybe you're starting a business and things aren't going as fast as you want them to be or maybe you thought you'd be further along by now. Or maybe your sales are slowing down and you're having a hard time marketing. It's easy to let this mind or to let your mind check out when this happens. You can start letting the self-limiting beliefs of I won't be successful in this or This is too difficult, or maybe I should just quit. It's natural to think this way, especially when things aren't going your way. What I'm trying to say is that everyone deals with doubt, and that you're not alone, and that anything that you are trying to accomplish that's worth it won't come without its doubts. But the good news is that it is possible to overcome these doubts, that God is with you every step of the way. That Jesus, too, was tempted by the devil and that he can sympathize with us in our doubt. But how do we go from walking in doubt to walking in victory? i found these four steps that I'm going to talk about pretty crucial in finding success in mental fortitude. The first step is honest reflection. If you're not living the life that you desire, ask Why? Ask what beliefs are keeping you from that. If you're up for it, even rent out a cabin for a weekend and and bring a journal and sit in silence and just meditate on your life and, and question everything that you've gone through. Question the past and what you're thinking of right now of how did I get to this place in my mind? Sometimes we need to go back in time to deal with those difficult experiences and process them. Going to a counselor or talking to someone you trust is ideal. And something that I did back in 2020 was go through the Jordan Peterson self-authoring program. This is a program you can buy online at selfauthoring.com, and I'll include a link in the description so you can see it. It has you go through your past, write down your present faults, and finally write down your ideal future. It causes you to reflect on your past, to examine your current self, and then consider what you really desire for your future. Honestly, this has been one of the best things I've done for myself, and I highly recommend you to take the time to do it. So after you reflect, the next step really is to identify. To identify and write your self-limiting beliefs down on paper. And it may be difficult to read these on a list, but what you're doing is you're putting those negative thoughts out into the light. Ephesians 5.13 says, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Exposing the problem is a step towards healing. Expressing that which bothers you keeps you from bottling those problems inside. And once you can identify a problem, then you can start building the care plan to find that healing. And that's another reason why journaling can be helpful and why it's a good habit to incorporate into your weekly or daily schedule. So after you've reflected and you have identified your self-limiting beliefs, the next step is to replace, to replace those with the truth, the truth of God's word. And I learned a great exercise from Craig Groeschel's book, Winning the War in Your Mind. I highly recommend that book. But something I really found awesome was this exercise here where you write out your self-limiting beliefs on a list on one side of the paper, as in like the left side of the paper. And then on the other side of the paper, you write down the truth of scripture next to the lie that you're believing I guess what you could do is you can draw a line down the middle of the paper and on one hand, on the left side, write down the lies that you tell yourself and on the right side, the truth of God's word to combat that. So when you have those self-limiting beliefs that come from the enemy, you can see that truth that combats the lie. And then finally, on a separate sheet of paper, to write out a declaration that is personal to you but with the context of the truth of Scripture in it. And then after you write out your declarations, make it a habit to say these out loud. And I really make it a point on saying it out loud because even the Word of God says this in Ephesians 6.17. It says, Take the helmet of salvation, which is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So when it says the Word of God, actually the Greek word for, for word is rima, which means the spoken word of God. So that's why it's important to speak out loud the word of God because it's actually one of the weapons and the armor of God that we have against the enemy. A couple examples I wrote out for declarations for me are, I am loved because I am adopted by God the Father. My past doesn't define me. I am a new creation in Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which is actually just the Bible verse, Philippians 4.13. And maybe you might feel silly by saying these things out loud and making a practice of it, but I'm telling you, it really works. It reprograms our brain and how we think. You can either say negative things in your mind all day, or you can declare out the truth in your mind and out loud every day. Take your pick. On a side note, there's something called neuroplasticity where the actual, there's actually physical changes that go on in the brain to where you'll form new neural pathways with new thoughts and repetition. So this stuff is actually scientifically proven as well. So yeah, after you've had honest reflection, you know, you've identified self-limiting beliefs, you've wrote them down on paper, and then you've replaced those with the truth of God's word, The last step I have here is voluntary exposure. So this is probably the hardest thing to do because whatever it is that you're afraid of and believe that you can't do, you need to do that very exact thing in order to overcome it. You actually need to face your fears head on and willingly and voluntarily. You need to face your doubts and act despite of your fears. It will be uncomfortable And you'll go through what's called a pain period. But remember that it's supposed to be difficult. It does involve suffering. But remember, on the other side of pain is transformation. It doesn't happen overnight. And like I said earlier, it's taken me years to get to the mental space I'm in now. I've had to have time to learn and unlearn a lot of old habits and wrong beliefs so be patient if you take this seriously because it does take time. But what keeps us from doing the work of reflection, identifying, writing, and exposure? I think two things hold us back. I think one is busyness, and the other is fear. Sometimes, like we overload our schedule and we fill our minds with so much noise that we never take the time to actually sit down, to write, to think and to ask ourselves the important questions of life. Life's too short to be busy all the time and to let yourself get down on yourself. So please, take time for reflection, for prayer, for journaling, and replacing your mind with the truth. I wish I could say that you know all you have to do is listen to this podcast about changing your beliefs and you'll see it happen. But it doesn't work that way. It's a process and you have to be intentional. And you have to be willing to go through suffering. But in the midst of that, you will become stronger. And just remember that gold is refined by fire. And also know this. Like know that God cares for you and wants you to walk in victory by placing your faith in Jesus. By submitting to his word and turning away from your old life of sin. Jesus is a healer and he has healed my mind and my soul personally. So what are you willing to do to get to the other side, to get away from self-limiting beliefs and to believing what God says about you, to follow him instead of your own desires? Understand that self-limiting beliefs are ways to protect you and keep you safe. The only problem is that when you stay safe and you don't take any risks, you never grow and you never fully experience life. Your courage muscle will uh, continue to be weak and atrophied. But if you think about like a muscle, it actually gets stronger by micro tears when you lift heavy weights. It's only when you put your muscle through resistance that a muscle can break down and rebuild itself to stronger than it was before. So keep that in mind when you're going through that pain period, you know, when Maybe you take this seriously and you actually reflect and you take time away to be in quiet, away from the world, away from your phone, and you get in what I call solitude, you know, because there's a difference between isolation and solitude. Isolation is more of like, it's not intentional, you know, you're isolated and you're letting your mind run wild, but solitude is intentional time of like, okay, I'm actually going to get by myself with the journal and with the pen and with my Bible and I'm going to write some things down. I'm going to write down, you know, what what is it that I really want in life or how do I want to think and how, how confident do I want to be when I, you know, when I go on dates or when I start a business or, or whatever that may be, I want to walk in victory I want to think positively and not listen to those self limiting beliefs. So I really challenge you to, you know, think about what I said and take it seriously because I want to see you succeed and I want to see really Jesus get a hold of your life and that you would actually trust in him. And ultimately, that's really what matters, right? It's like we have this one life and. You know, we can be successful, whatever that means to you. Um, But if you don't know Jesus, then what does it really matter? You know, Jesus said that he's the vine and we're the branches, and without him, we can do nothing. He didn't say we can do a couple things. He says without him, we can't do anything, because anything that's worth significance is in Jesus. And it's through glorifying Him, not glorifying ourselves. You know, and that's another temptation that I have to fight, you know, with this podcast even is, who am I going to glorify? Am I going to glorify me or am I going to glorify Jesus who got me to this place to who, where He's helped me in my mind and, and renewing my mind with His Word? It's only through His Word that I can think this way. I mean, He's given me my life, so... Obviously, I, there's nothing I can do without him in perspective of things, you know. So, thanks for listening. Um, I hope this episode really serves you well. And um, it's been really fun just to have this podcast to start it and to make an impact even on one person is really amazing to me, you know. So, one person is great. And I know that God is able to do. More than we ask or imagine, and so my goal is really just to impact your life in some type of way through Jesus, uh, through His Word, and through my personal experiences. So, yeah, it's been a little bit difficult being vulnerable at times and sharing my past here on this podcast, but I really believe that even in that there's there's healing because I'm trying to obey, you know, and you know, walk the walk and or what I want to say talk the talk and walk the walk. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to say. You know, <laughs> I want to show that, um, I'm trying to, you know, be a living example of what I'm trying to preach to. So, um, thanks for listening. Like I said, again, and if you've enjoyed this episode, um, give this a rating and a review. It's, it's much appreciated. Uh, and I just definitely challenge you to take action about what I said and and not just to think about it, to but to really, uh, take action. Uh, If you're feeling generous and you would like to support this podcast, check out my Patreon in the description. I'm also going to put the description to that self-authoring program and uh, maybe even a link to Greg Crussell's book that I read. Um, But I just want to leave you with this. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says this, But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless.